I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Boyd Matheson. Well, most of us watched over the weekend as Michaela Skinner took her moment, her opportunity to step up and take a medal at the Olympic Games in Tokyo. Again, uh, so many extraordinary things happening there, and uh, we will cover them with uh, breaking news here, of course, here on KSL Radio. And, of course, we've got our team on the ground from our friends at KSL TV uh, who continue to give us great updates as we uh, watch the exciting second week of the Olympic Games in Tokyo. And while they've been uh, marked with, with challenges and difficulties as it relates to the pandemic and fans in the stands and some of those kinds of things, uh, there's also been just so many extraordinary stories, uh, in my view, of what the Olympic spirit really is all about. As we talked about uh, before the break, uh, we were, we're going to dive into this idea of how the weight was won, not how the West was won, how the weight was won, uh, because I think that is something we we talked about rolling into last weekend. Uh, Those who were going to do well over the weekend will be those who would have won the weight. And no one won the weight better in a more stunning, more powerful way than Michaela Skinner. And as uh, Simone Biles uh, asked Michaela to uh, to stay. She was getting ready to leave uh, the games and head back home, pack the bags and uh, head out after an Olympic experience. Uh, take a listen to what uh, they had to say. Simone and I have been the OGs of the team and it's just been so fun to have that leadership and to kind of guide the younger generation and I feel like, you know, after everything that she's been through and um, it's just been, you know, kind of hard on her but she's really been able to stay positive through it all and so she's definitely inspired me and I said, you know what, like, you were supposed to have this opportunity but I'm so grateful to be able to step in for you and I wanted to do this for us. So, uh, one, I just love the camaraderie and the respect uh, for each other uh, between Simone Biles and Michaela Skinner. And, you know, gymnastics is a fascinating thing because you have this team element to it, and yet it is a highly individual sport as well. And so that's, uh, that's a tif- difficult thing uh, to balance. And as we look at Michaela Skinner, I think her experience at the University of Utah, I think, helped her understand what the team component was really about. And then she also understood what it takes to, to keep going. Uh, obviously all the setbacks that uh, have been chronicled of her journey to an Olympic silver medal uh, that included COVID, that included uh, ankle problems and uh, a year of waiting uh, 
for uh, the Olympic Games to begin uh, one year after they were scheduled to, and her staying around, as she mentioned, uh, she and Simone Biles are sort of the uh, the old ladies, the old grandmas of the team, and I think that was uh, an important part of that team. And then, of course, in the midst of Simone Biles deciding not to participate and to uh, to sit on the sidelines and cheer her her uh, her teammates, uh, which is also an important lesson in and of itself. You know, Simone Biles could have just checked out and said, nope, this is not good for me, not good for my mental health, and so, so not only am I out, I'm just going to go home or I'm just going to go stay at my hotel. Uh, but she didn't. The fact that Simone Biles was in the stands over the weekend cheering on her teammates, uh, that's a big deal. That's worth celebrating. That's worth emulating. Uh, when you can recognize that even when things aren't going well in your own world, you still can make a difference for somebody else. That matters. I think that matters in a big in a big way. Uh, but as we discussed last week, winning the weight, winning the weight is a critical discipline and skill. If you want to be successful in any area of life, business, sports, politics, whatever it may be, you have to learn to win the weight because often we find ourselves waiting. Often we find ourselves in the midst of uncertainty. And so often what we do instead of winning the weight, we just wait. Uh, Think back to last year as the pandemic really went full force and as things were locked down. How many people just hunkered down and didn't do anything? They're just going to write it out. While other people decided to win the weight during the pandemic. And they picked up new skills. They went back to school. They picked up degrees and training. They tried new things. And they won the weight. And Michaela Skinner did exactly that. She did that while she was working her way back after her ankle injury. She worked her way back after COVID. Uh, And then when the Olympics was postponed, uh, first, Michaela Skinner could have just uh, tapped out and said, calling it a career. Uh, It's been a great run. I'm done. And she could have ridden off into the sunset, but she didn't. And then when all the uncertainty started to form around, would the Tokyo Games actually happen? Many athletes, many coaches couldn't win the weight and they just kind of stopped or they lost that edge. And when you lose that kind of edge in training at that level, uh, you lose it all because you can't train half-hearted to be an Olympian. You can't give it just a little bit of effort. Just, just in case Uh, you have to win that. You have to win that weight in a really big way. And Michaela Skinner did that even even when she got to the Olympics, knowing once they had gone through the team portion of the competition, knowing that she was uh, pretty much done. But she kept training uh, in an intense way. And so even though it was a wait uh, and it was a long shot, whether she would even get a shot. uh, But she didn't waste her shot. Why? Because she won the weight. She kept training. She kept at that highest level of effort, of mental toughness, of focus, so that when she got that tap on the shoulder, she was ready. And so she stepped into the moment and filled it in a big way 
and brought home an Olympic medal as a result. That's what winning the weight looks like. So now let's kind of think that through. What does that mean to the rest of us? How do we win the weight? Some of you might be waiting just to see if that relationship you're in pans out. Some of you might be waiting around uh, looking at maybe that uh, next career opportunity or thinking that, oh, you know, as soon as I get past this quarter, then I'm, I'm really going to go for it. Uh, some of us don't win the weight as it relates to our own personal development or our personal health. And so we say, ah, you know, I'm going to wait. I'll, I'll start next week. <laughs> maybe I'll start on Monday or next Monday. And so we, we wait and we hunker down. Uh, we're, we're watching now uh, as the track and field ramps up. Uh, you're going to see some, some great relays, uh, including a combined men's and women's relay which will be really fun to watch. And in a relay, it always comes down to that baton handoff. And you cannot stand still and wait for the baton to be handed to you. Uh, If you do, you'll either be run over or you will drop the baton. Uh, But in no way will you win if you wait. And so what does that relay runner have to do? Well, before they can receive the baton to do their performance, to do their part of the race, They have to be running full speed. And then you can grab that baton when it's handed to you. And then you can accomplish that goal. And that's what we have to do in so many areas of life. And as we get back into threats of masks and mandates and shutdowns and all those things, are we just going to wait or are we going to win the wait? We can all win the wait. Michaela Skinner was a great example of how you do that winning a silver medal. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent. It was senseless and I will never understand it I will never accept it I'm Amy Donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast The Letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story the struggle to reclaim lives the realities of grief and the possibilities of forgiveness I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.